Good morning, friends. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcasts. My name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister of pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me on Women in Ministry TV broadcasts, Facebook Live, and Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel and podcast. It is a privilege and an honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms through ministry, Women in Ministry TV. <clears throat> Leaders are on a tight schedule and must be creative when it comes time to reading and meditating on God's Word. Devotions in, with Deanna was created as one of the solutions to support busy leaders. My prayer is that you will be inspired to become a person after God's own heart and your strength will be renewed. Before I get started with today's um, word on forgiveness or our continuation on forgiveness, I want to give a shout out to all of the military spouses out there. Today is Military Spouse Appreciation Day, and I just want to give a shout out to all of you that have served um, or going to be serving if you're getting married to a military person or um you have served in the past. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. This country appreciates you. You are the strong um, um, we're a small per percentage um, we are mighty. And I put I say we because I have been a military spouse. Um, my husband served 26 years in the military. And I've learned so much through just being um, his supporter through all those years. And so I say thank you. We appreciate you. And of all people who probably know how to forgive and move on and drive on is the military spouse. So um, if you don't have a, if you don't know a military spouse, um, reach out and find one and say thank you and get to know that person um, and just um, you'll probably learn a lot. <laughs> and so um, once again, we appreciate you and thank you for all that you do to keep um, things at home um, squared away while your spouse is off on duty protecting our country. So um, moving right along, um, the last two weeks, I laid the foundation on the topic of forgiveness. Now, this is a hard topic, a topic that a lot of people avoid um, or, you know, they avoid it because either they don't understand how forgiveness works or they avoid it because it's too painful. And if, especially if you've been hurt by others, you just sometimes you don't want to go there. Um, it's said and done and you <clears throat> wipe your hands clean and it's over and you move forward. But speaking from my own experience, as painful as it can be to move through the process of forgiving, it can be done. It is very healing and very freeing. So when you forgive, um, you do grow in grace. Six points from the last two weeks that I want to bring to memory um, 
is that about forgiveness is that as Christians, we are commanded and expected to forgive others. Number two, Satan can and will take advantage of us if we don't forgive. Number three, we are revealing to the world around us our identity as God's children, displaying God's love and his forgiveness. We are an extension of God's love and forgiveness. The fourth, uh, yeah, fourth thing to remember about forgiveness is it is very important to identify and acknowledge your emotions. If you are in pain, if you are hurt, if you are angry, identify those and acknowledge. Set healthy boundaries and recognize God's involvement in your life. Um, you have been hurt in pain and you don't know how you don't know how God can be in this situation. Ask number two, ask God to help you and for my this all came together. The best way to understand forgiveness is that it is an act and it's a process. And it's a process that sometimes takes a long time, depending on how you process things, um, maybe how you were um, brought up, um, the environment that you were brought up in, and um, if you're willing to do the work. And with that said, sometimes, um, well, yeah, let me say it now, and then I'll repeat it here in a minute. But sometimes walking through the process um, is hard to do by yourself. So that is when it's important to reach out to either a pastor, um, a friend, um, a mentor, or a counselor. And when you realize you have been forgiven by God, um, fully forgiven by God for all of the, your sins. We're all sinners. We're all born sinners, but God has forgiveness. But when we really, truly realize it and we know it in our heart that God has forgiven us, we can turn around and forgive those that have, have offended us. When you forgive, your heart will begin to heal. When your heart begins to heal, your personal, emotional, and spiritual life will begin to heal as well. Physical ailments, depression, and our anxiety will start to diminish. And now you are free to go forward in your life. Today, I want to bring you to um, the parable, and I may have covered it in the last couple of weeks, but the parable of the unforgiving servant in Matthew, Matthew 18, 21 through 22. Um, the whole parable is Matthew 18, 21 through through 25, but I'm just going to read these two scriptures, um, 21 and 22 out of Matthew 18. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Jesus continues by telling a parable about the man that received great forgiveness for a large debt that he owed, yet refused to forgive a person who owed, owed him such a smaller, a much smaller debt. The lesson from this whole parable is that 
we have been graciously forgiven by God and forgiven daily, repeatedly, sometimes, often during that one day. And then we need to turn around and be just as gracious in forgiving others. So um, in my practice, in my counseling office, I um, will sometimes walk with a client in the process of forgiving. Sometimes I, if they know they need to forgive, I have, I'll walk through them with um, an assignment. Um, and it's a, this is what I call the forgiveness letter. It's a journaling activity to reach closure. Um, and if the person, if you've been hurt by someone you love and they refuse to acknowledge the damage that they have done to you, or if you have been hurt someone by someone you love and they're no longer with you, they have moved off, they have cut ties with you, or they have passed away. Um, this would be a good activity to do um, to find closure. Now, I'm going to preface this with it is um, vitally important that um, what I'm going to say, you don't want, it's a letter, the forgiveness letter. You don't want to mail this to the person and you don't want to give it to them. This is for you. And um, also, if you need help in this process, um, reach out to a friend, a mentor, a pastor, or a counselor to help walk you through this process. It can be challenging. It could bring up more um, emotions that you really didn't know that were hidden under there. And so I preface this with doing this under the guidance of someone that you love and that you can trust. And if you find it um, hard moving on without being able to have a healthy healing dialogue with this person, this is another way to, um, to bring healing in your life. So use this following um, healing activity to, and what this is going to do, it's going to elicit compassion and it's going to help you to reach closure that you deserve and to begin the process of forgiveness. You, as the person that has been, has been offended, has every right to grieve the offense and the losses that have resulted from any wrong that was committed to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Hurt and anger are not sinful. They are normal responses to an offense. It is important to identify and express your feelings toward the offense committed and how you felt during the offense and how you feel now. So the first thing you want to do when you sit down and you write this letter, um, I would highly suggest that maybe prior to this, start journaling, um, just, you know, some feel, like I said, feelings that, um, that when the offense happened, how you were feeling and how you're feeling now. Now, the first thing you want to do is write a letter to the person who hurt you. Please do not send this letter. This is for you. This is for your healing. And it's only for you. You will not send it. So write how you felt, what you needed then, 
and what you need now and how this person hurts you. Try to communicate all of your feelings in this letter that you will not send. <laughs> yes, even anger. And remember, you're not sending the letter. This is for your, your own healing and for your purpose to, to heal. The second part of this assignment is to write an answer to your original letter. Write it as if you were the person who hurt you, who offended you. Write everything that you would like the other person to tell you. You can include the reasons that that person might have had to hurt you. For example, their own issues from their childhood or um, issues they are currently facing. And you've all heard the saying, remember, hurting people hurt people. Um, and I've heard it said, yes, but there's no excuse. No, there isn't an excuse. But if they haven't been taught that um, that's not how you treat people or they don't have, they're not a Christian or they haven't um, been sanctified in that area of their life, um, hurting people will hurt people. And so that's why it's so important for you to get the healing and, um, and this will all come together in a minute. So, so just remember, um, this is for your healing and you will not send these letters. And then the third part of this assignment is to read both letters again within a few hours or even a few days. And I would highly recommend destroying the letters, um, either um, in a fireplace, fire pit, or shredding them. Um, don't send them. And I don't know how many times I've said that <laughs> in just these few minutes, but this is for your healing. This has nothing to really, it's not about the other person. It's about you forgiving that person. And we, as I've said before, forgiving others who have hurt us, hurt you, seems impossible or almost feels wrong. It's like, wait a minute, they've hurt me. Shouldn't they come to, to me and apologize? Um, and it feels wrong that I have to write all these letters and I have to do the work. Yes, it, the pain that you are feeling and the wrongdoing that the wrong that you feel is real. And it's difficult to just let it go. It's very difficult. But if we remember, forgiveness is at the heart of God's character. And it's the key to your healing and your freedom. Forgiveness can be a difficult and uncomfortable process. The process of forgiving is to recall your hurt, empathize with the person, the other person, um, receive the gift of forgiveness, and then outwardly express that forgiveness and hold on to the forgiveness. You know, doubt's going to creep in. You're going to write these letters. You're going to say, I forgive that person. And then you're going to be triggered or you're going to see that person or um, someone will say something and remind you of the offense that you experienced. So I want to bring your attention real quickly to the story in Joshua 4. 
um, you know, after, so the whole chapter of Joshua 4 is on the memorial of the crossing. And, you know, after God parted the Jordan River so that the Israelites could go through on dry land, God told Joshua to have each tribe choose a stone to be piled up as a memorial to what great things God had done that day. Those stones served as a remembrance for the people and their children in times to come. It is good to have something concrete to help you remember the day you set your offender free. And if you read in Joshua 4, 21 through 24, it says here, then he spoke, um, to the children, this is Joshua. He spoke to the children of Israel saying, when your children ask their fathers in time to come saying, what are these stones? Then you shall let your children know saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea which he dried up before us until we had crossed over, that all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. And that is a legacy to to forgive, to go through the, to be offended, then go through the process of forgiving and to leave a legacy for your um, children and their children your children's children that you have forgiven. And so I would highly encourage you to go back and read Joshua 4 and the stones of remembrance. And, you know, what can you do um, to, to have as a remembrance that this is the day that I have forgiven this person for this offense. When you decide to forgive, God provides that grace and that strength to forgive. And he provides a way of to maintain the heart of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not weakness. It is the most powerful thing that you can do. So as we go forth this next week, some questions for you to ponder. Are you ready to begin or continue the process of forgiveness? Are you willing to go the extra step in forgiving? And number three, what are your stones of remembrance when doubts want to creep in? I'm going to close this in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for um, the ones watching live and the ones that will watch um, this recording. Lord, I pray that if they have been offended, you know their hurt. Oh God, you know their hurt. You know how it is to be offended. And so Lord, I pray that um, they would just open their heart just a little bit so that you can reveal to them that you've got them, you know how it feels and that you would help them, lead them, guide them, walk through the process of forgiveness. Lord, I pray that they would just hand it over to you and that, um, that they know that they are in good hands. Lord, I pray that the ones that have already done this assignment and doubt has creeped in, Lord, that they would go back and they would um, have stones of remembrance and that they would put it in your hands and that they would know that they have been set free. And Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for especially for our military spouses. Lord, I pray that you would put a hedge of protection around all of them, give them strength, give them wisdom, and give them knowledge as they go forth. 
Lord, we thank you for our country. We thank you for the leadership. Leadership, And Lord, I pray a hedge of protection. I pray that you would give them wisdom and guidance. And um, Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity. And I give you all the praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, friends, for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcast, YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel or podcast every Friday at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. I will upload the audio portion of this broadcast to Devotions with Deanna podcast. If you have specific prayer requests you would like me to pray for you, you can send an email to devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com. Have a wonderful and blessed day.